umgoblue.com by fans for fans since 1999 hello welcome to this edition of the umgoblue.com podcast this is phil callahan along with andy anderson and we had some special circumstances this week as michigan won 28 to nothing the game got shifted from uh, a nighttime tilt to during the day to avoid the remnants of the hurricane, which really never really hit too much. Um, looked like they had a little bit of little rain and, and a little a little threatening weather, but it really didn't get too bad. So, well, Andy, what did you think about this twenty-eight to nothing victory over over Maryland by Michigan? Well, I wasn't too ecstatic in the, after the first half. Uh, they missed some opportunities. They didn't play good football. Uh, the first uh, maybe three series for the defense, uh, they failed to stop anybody. Uh, it was, uh, my daubers, as Bob Buford would have said, my daubers were down uh, in that in that uh, first half, but finally they came through with a pair of field goals, and they were six up at the half. And from there on, and that was gangbusters. They absolutely dominated the other team, and they did so because of some good coaching mechanics that Chesson run, for instance, was off a play that they had run a couple of times before. It was superbly executed, and he did that jet sweep. And how many yards? He went 56, was it? I can't remember exactly how many yards. Oh, it was 66. It was, it was a good that chunk. Was 66. All right. All right, that uh, that was a beautiful run, and the man has speed. He, he really went, and I like the way that the coaches are finding a way to get their speed the ball. They can't throw a pass to him because they just aren't completing the long passes to him, whether it's his fault or whether it's uh, Ruddock's fault. A lot of it's Ruddock. Some of it's been him in the past, Jesson. But they, they can't get together on the long bomb, but they certainly uh, have found a way on the ground to uh, enable Chesson to get into the game and give him some help. All in all, it was a nice workman-like victory when nobody really expected the victory. I think almost everybody expected a reasonably, reasonably close game or that Michigan might even lose. So it was all beneficial. It was a nice turnaround, and I think this game proves a little more each time I see them that the coaching staff knows what they're doing, especially those defensive coaches. They've been superb. The thing I liked about this game is that you did have some adversity. You know, you had... We know that Coach Harbaugh likes to have everything planned down to the minute, planned every detail. And then you have a situation where the game time gets shifted by eight hours. And then you have a situation where the team's going on the road, and as we've seen over the last several years, we have not been stellar on the road. And, you know, it seemed like there was every opportunity for perhaps this game to go sideways. And I didn't expect them to lose, but I'll tell you, when I saw the halftime score of Michigan 6, Maryland 0, I was a little concerned. What I liked about what we're seeing from the coaching staff is that 
they're treating, or it appears that they're treating these games against lesser opponents like a scrimmage. Like, and, and what I like about it is they're expecting to win. You don't see the team getting uptight when it's when they're only up six nothing. You don't see desperation. This team seems to have a confidence and a sense that they're going to hit that gear and and come up and, and and secure the win. And that's really what they did. I mean, if you had known that if you had known that Michigan was going to win twenty eight to nothing, you'd feel really good about it. Now, if you'd known it was six to nothing at half, mm, you know, you might be a little concerned. So that's right. the thing that I like is that we're seeing the defense be consistently good, and it's not a sense that. Um, they're barely keeping it together. I mean, they look genuinely, genuinely top drawer right now. And especially, so, especially the defense. It, that's exactly it. I'm talking. I'm talking exactly yeah. about the defense. Yeah. And we've always said that if the defense is good enough, you can give your offense breathing room to get better. And you know, I, I'm caught because on one hand, I've been a huge critic of Ruddock pretty much all season. Um, you know, he really came through last game, last home game at Michigan Stadium. So now, you know, he, he has not a great game, and but definitely good enough to win. And again, he still hasn't hit that long ball, which which is really concerning because he's not just missing; he's missing big. You know, there, there's a lot of disconnect there on that play. But other than that, you know, uh, workmanlike. Uh, Efficient, getting the job done, and we have a. I like the way the season is coming together because we have a big test coming up against Northwestern. But again, it's at home, and they definitely can't get caught looking ahead to Michigan State. But the defense looks good enough right now that I expect them to to do a pretty good job at Northwestern. And and you know what? If we beat Northwestern. It makes that Michigan-Michigan State game look more interesting than it's been for years around here. I mean, I don't. I mean, and how do you feel about you know Northwestern coming up? Well, it's been a it's been a key game in in, in my mind for quite a while. In fact, it was so key I even wrote in air that they were coming up next when they weren't the next game. So I've been thinking about them a long time. I think they're going to be a very stiff test for the Wolverines. I think they have a lot of speed, and we'll see how the Wolverines do against a lot of speed. They'll find somebody, maybe maybe even Marshall will get some playing time now uh, uh, for Ed Ojemudia's spot. It was too bad to see him go down. He knew it was going to happen somewhere sometime. You can't go five games and not get any injuries to to important people. But I feel a lot better if D. Smith is back there at 100%, or at least approaching 100%, because of all the running backs, he is the best pass blocker. You get him in there and he'll knock people down that are trying to come in and, and get Ruddock on the ground. As far as Jake goes, he seems to me to be an awful smart kid. He seems to know what he's doing. He doesn't seem to panic and everything. But he doesn't have the arm that you would like to see on a Michigan, on Michigan starting quarterback. But 
Harbaugh again in press conference very recently said that he's very smart, that he learns very quickly, that he's really impressed with how smart he is and so forth and so on. So if Harbaugh is seeing something in there, I guess it must be there. And he must be giving you the best chance to win of all the personnel that they have at the quarterback position. This year it's Rudder. Next year it's going to be a different matter. We're going to have a different kind of quarterback. Less of a caretaker, more of a doer probably, probably with a better arm, maybe even considerably bigger, yet with some wheels. So the future is bright, and maybe this season is going to be a lot brighter than we thought it would have been when it started because they're making all the right moves right now. You know, and it's different in that people can look back at Hulk's teams would get through the beginning of the seasons with a fairly good record. But you always had the sense that it was a house of cards. And at least I always felt, I was always hoping that they were going to get better and stronger as the season went. And, and we were disappointed. I mean, even in the year, even in Hulk's first year, they went 11-2. and two. There was a lot of shaky just holding on, you know, winning by the skin of your teeth sure. and everything came up. There's a different sense around this team right now. And one of the things, it's not just about wins and losses. I mean, of course, wins are the most important thing, but it's how you do it. And this team just has a confidence right now. They seem like they're, they, it seems like there's a, a building, surging strength. Like they're getting better, better, more confident. And again, there was no panic when they were down 6 nothing. Um, and again, listen, Northwestern is going to be a test, no doubt. And I don't like to look ahead, but I am going to look ahead because this is the first time that I am not, that we are not heading into Michigan State and I'm not honestly expecting us to get our asses handed to us. Now, they got to play the game. But for the first time, I'm really hopeful and really excited about what we're going to see. I, and it you know what? It more parity now, doesn't it? Well, there was the last few years. You know, and that's the thing. That's how it feels. And now we get to see it on the field. But you have it building in exactly the, right, the way you'd want. You know, Michigan's going to have, you know, they're going to have their second home game in a row. They're going to have a good test against Northwestern, win or lose. And you're hitting the point where I think you know what you have on defense. The offense really, really still needs to come together, but you can see some pieces there. You can see, and, and you know, what I like is that when you look at the way the offense is running, even when it misfires, they're opening up a little bit more of the playbook every week. And it seems that at some point, and I'll tell you, I, I, again, I, I know I'm not supposed to be looking ahead, but I'm looking ahead. I really am wondering what we're going to see against Michigan State because I really expect a very strong performance in the next two weeks. And we all hoped and believed that Harbaugh was going to, had the potential to turn this team around quickly. Um, you know, I said prior to the season, you know, I, I said, listen, I, I see three probable losses, three potential losses on the road with a new quarterback in Utah. And, you know, in retrospect, that doesn't look like such a bad loss right now. 
Not anymore. And then you have Michigan State, Ohio State, two elite programs, you know, not only in the Big Ten, but nationally. And conceivably, you look at that and say, well, you know, eh, you know, those are both two good teams, and there's a good chance, even at home, that you're going to lose. Hopefully you play well. And my barometer for the season was splitting those games. Okay, If you can win, if you can beat one, then I think you throw a parade for Harbaugh and you get really excited about the rest of the season. And the first time, you know, and, and I never really felt this when Hoke was here. Um, I always kind of had my eyes closed and was waiting for the ass kicking that was on the way. But, I mean, heading into Michigan State, I'm, I'm excited. I want to see that game. Win, lose, tie, draw, whatever. I want to see that game. I think we've shown enough that we're dangerous. And you're, you're going to be competitive for a change. You can compete with them, and you're playing better than they're playing right now. You know, Harbaugh has gotten everything that he has asked for at the University of Michigan, all the assistance, all the help that he needs. He's got an athletic director. <laughs> I beg your pardon, Joe. That's all right. You can cut that, you can cut that out, eh? <clears throat> He's got an athletic director that's behind him. He's got everything that he needs, including a $7 million a year salary. So it's, and he's developed a heck of a stack. They know how to coach football. I'm convinced of that. They're not, you're not going to see, for example, them come up against an Akron and come out a, a victor by a field goal. They're going to play hard against everybody. That's what they've been showing. It's, it's been a wonderful transformation. You know, they've turned from an ugly duckling into a swan. And it's happened quicker than we thought. Now, they may they may fail at some point in time this year. Uh, but I don't think they're ever going to fail back to back. I think Harbaugh knows what he's doing. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I still, I am worried about... Um, you know, quarterback position, especially if we're, I'm worried about when Roddick's in there, and I'm really worried when he's not in there if he were to get injured. So we need exactly. to see, you know, we need to see what's going to happen there. And you are the Lone Ranger. Everybody else is worried about that too. The offense is not quite up to snuff. They've been good enough so far. Let's see if they're good enough to when when they're challenged by a little better defense. Because outside of Utah, this is going to be the Northwestern is going to have the best defense they've faced this year so far. So we'll see how it goes. It's going to be interesting, and that place is going to be booming. It's going to be full. It's going to be a nice experience these next two games for fans. And after all, we care about fans, don't we? Aren't we a fan site here? Well, I tell you, I'm excited, and it's the first time that I really feel like it's okay to be enthusiastic. You know, I always feel that that we had a beating. You know, it, it always seemed with Hoke that that we weren't we weren't peaking at the end of the year. We weren't, you know, we weren't building. And obviously, we, you know, we need to see. I mean, again, who knows? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, but we have two real interesting games here, and I think that right now, 
we are further along than I thought we would be. And I think that that's, that's fair. I mean, I think that's totally, you know, realistic and, um, you know, we will have to see what happens. And the, the, you know, the much maligned defensive line has come on. And uh, they're, they're, they're better than they were. They're not perfect, of course, but they're better than they were. And they're blocking with enthusiasm and getting off of double teams and stuff. So it's, it's, been, it's been nice to see. This is a good year to be watching Michigan football compared to any of the seven past years, except for Hulk's first year when he's 11 and 2. Things haven't been good. And we've been burned by so many coaches when Rich Rod came in. I kind of hoped that they would be able to take to the spread and score a lot of points and all of that stuff because we hadn't seen that before, you know, three yards in the cloud of dust for so long. But then that, he just didn't have defense. They couldn't play defense. And Hope's teams never developed a toughness. He talked about toughness all the time, even back in 97 when I was aware of him and listened to him. Uh, he was talking toughness. Well, he could, he talked it, but he never found much. So, uh, this has been a pleasant ride so far. And if you were a basketball fan, you'd also be pretty happy about that. Prospects you're looking up there, too. I know a lot of people are interested in that also. It's good time to be a Michigan fan. And hopefully we'll have more to be excited about over the next couple of days. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.